You are listening to Herbal Marie, a podcast about herbs and home remedies to heal yourself. All advice shall be considered suggestions. Please research all herbs before using and discover ways to feel better and be well. You're listening to Herbal Marie, a podcast with ways to feel better and be well. All advice shall be considered suggestions. Please research all herbs before using. Okay, today's the day. We are going to get nerdy with it. Na 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 na. Yep, we're going to get nerdy with it. And today we're going to talk about ways that you can heal your canker sores, your mouth ulcers, whatever you want to call it. Um, I go back and forth. Sometimes I call them canker sores. Sometimes I call them mouth sores, canker ulcers, mouth ulcers, all pretty much the same. Um, there can be other stuff going on in your mouth, okay? Just a disclaimer, right? Every time anyone ever talks about health, we have to disclaim, disclaim, disclaim out the wazoo. Um, if it is something that you're not sure about, go get it, go get it diagnosed. Go get go go to a doctor and see what it is because um, I mean it could be thrush, could be a yeast, it could be cancer, <laughs> right? Everything. Um, but yeah, if it's something that you're not quite sure, go get it checked out. So today I have a stack of notes like you'd not believe what these are all just for remedies for mouth ulcers. You're like, what? So I will make this claim. Oh, I'm going to make some claims. If you do any of these, for sure, you're going to feel better. And I'm just going to go out there with with the ultimate claim and probably say a lot of these remedies, your whole body is going to feel better. Like, not just your mouth, but your whole body. So, God bless the mouth sores. I got some last week as I was asking the universe, what should my first ailment be? I was like, oh my God, I don't know what my first ailment should be. And then, lo and behold, the universe sent me two mouth ulcers, so I knew what I wanted to talk about. So, isn't that great? So, let me tell you this on my personal healing progress the one has completely healed using these remedies it is completely healed the other one is almost healed and would have been healed i believe except that i keep biting it Um, my snaggle tooth (laughs) my witch of the woods snaggle tooth keeps on banging it so that's like a total cause for a lot of mouth ulcers Um, check yourself like you might be biting yourself you might if you have like something rubbing against your mouth if you're brushing your teeth too hard like that could actually be a a reason that you get them because you keep on injuring yourself Um, I certainly know that I was very aware of that mouth ulcer every time I brushed right it was like wow are the bristles going directly in it on purpose (laughs) So those are definitely some reasons why you could get mouth ulcers. It could be a food allergy. Um, Your pH could be off. It could be because you're stressed out. Okay, so emotional stress relief is actually one of 
the ways you can address this problem. Like, yeah, let's do the herbal remedies that I'm going to talk about. And we are going to talk forever. So the longer you go in this podcast, the bigger nerd you are. And if you make it to the end, you're as big of a nerd as I am. And I can't believe it. You need to call me. All right. So emotional stress relief is definitely one of the ways to heal mouth ulcers on a general level. So just keep that in mind as we talk about these things. If you listen to uh, my previous podcast, you'll remember that I made a lip dip of fresh herb. Um, So, you know, eating fresh herbs or a fresh herb application is another great way to utilize Gaia's remedies. Um, We're also going to talk about tea, just some herbal tea for overall support. Um, And then, you know, you can use tea as mouth rinses. And then we're going to do some like other kind of common sense mouth rinses. And then we're going to apply things directly. Tincture and like powdered honey concoctions. Wow. So grab a notebook and a pen if you want to try to take notes. Um, If you don't want to try to take notes, I will be posting um, this information on um, my blog and then even a little bit more. I'm going to share my written notes and a written transcript of the entire podcast if technically that works out with that's my plan for my patrons, my future patrons. Um, And that's only if you want to put out a dollar a month. Okay, but if a dollar is too much, take some notes. Take your own damn notes. (laughs) All right, so let's just stick with the why of this. Why are you getting these um, mouth sores? Um, Why are you getting these canker ulcers? Um, We were talking about maybe your, your diet's off. So one question, and of course there's probably more, but I just want to touch upon this for a sec. Are you getting B vitamins, B12 in particular? So that could also be me. Maybe I wasn't getting enough B vitamins. Hey, how do you know, right? Are you eating green leafy vegetables? Are you eating bananas? Are you eating citrus, grains, cereals, right? Um, so make sure you're eating a well-balanced diet. If not, maybe just get a B12 or B-complex supplement, like even just to see if that helps. Um, every once in a while, I like to just um, take a little B12. It seems to give me an energy boost and, you know, it. I don't want to go senile any more than I already am. So I take that B12 on occasion. <laughs> um, the other two vitamins and minerals that are pretty important if you're trying to heal your body and mouth ulcers, vitamin C and iron. So vitamin C and iron, you can make sure that you're getting those um, in your food, right? Let your food be your medicine. That's why we're starting with food because if you're eating like, you're only like me, you're only eating chocolate. you might be missing out. So make sure um, you get your vitamin C and iron. My favorite sources of iron include egg yolks, black beans, pumpkin seeds, broccoli, dark chocolate. So put down the milk chocolate and get some dark chocolate. And prunes, prunes, which if you whip them up in the food processor and add cocoa or cacao, that is actually like amazing. That's nature's chocolate for you. 
So get your iron, get your vitamin C because it's a precursor to collagen. And then like you can heal, you know, your body can be supported in its healing and then help repair the mucous membranes. Cause, cause canker sores and, um, ulcers, they literally look like a, a disgusting little crater in your mouth and they hurt like they are buggers. And by buggers, I mean, bastards. <laughs> I try to keep it clean in this podcast, but every once in a while, you're going to feel my urge to curse. <laughs> um, so vitamin C, iron, melons, bananas, leafy greens, beet, beet roots, right? Uh, throw me a beet. Mm, like, no, really, like actually eat, eat it, eat that beet. So those are some dietary just um, things along with probiotics. You know, make sure you're eating something fermented or cultured, yogurt, kefir, some sauerkraut, like the real sauerkraut. Um, So that's just a couple things I wanted to mention. So yeah, I will be taking pictures of my notes and putting them on the Herbal Marie Patreon page. I think that's like definitely the easiest way to go for sharing this information. And it's cute. I write hearts on the page all over the paper. All right. So you're ready to put something actually on your mouth. (laughs) Now this remedy I have tried and it's, it's a, it's just putting honey. It's just putting some honey on your canker sores, right? Cause you can heal, you can heal your mouth sores. Just start, you know, doing some things that support it. Um, you can make a paste of honey and turmeric, Um, And put that on your sore because, you know, the honey is very healing and the turmeric is antimicrobial, I would say. I mean, that that, amongst other things, it reduces inflammation. But in my experience, it will burn a little bit too. This is one of the remedies that I found, like something in the turmeric actually kind of stung. But it's just a little pain. You can handle it. You know, just go straight honey too. That inhibits bacteria growth and helps repair the skin. <laughs> but the other thing that I do want to mention is like, this isn't the best way because like inside your mouth is slimy and wet. And then like, you're trying to put like this honey paste on it. It's like it's kind of slipping around everywhere. So, I mean, just eat some honey and, and mush it all around because it's hard to get anything pasty to stay on a wet surface. You, you know what I'm saying? So like I was laughing while I was doing this, like, so I just was basically eating it and trying to leave it in my mouth as long as I could. So even more practical than that, um, a remedy that you have access to wherever you're at is a salt water rinse. Um, and that's just, you know, one thing that I reach for all the time because it kills germs and it speeds recovery. So if I have anything going on in my mouth anywhere, whether it's a mouth sore or a sore throat, like I just gargle with some salt water to kill some germs. And you know, a lot of times I drink a Himalayan salt soleil. So salt is very important in our diet and it's very useful too for killing them germs. So if, um, like I said, if you listen to my previous um, podcast, which I just want to take a, a second here and give a shout out to my very first Twitter friend follower, the natural health blogger, I saw right before I, I started recording that here's the quote, 
The natural health blogger said, finally got a free moment to check out your podcast. Really enjoyed them all. So anyways, thank you so much. He's, uh, they said, retweet this. We will retweet this post um, to share with all their followers who are interested in herbs. So thank you to my number one. <laughs> Without you, I would have walked away from Twitter. <laughs> Twitter seems to be... Um, <clears throat> a little overhyped. We could get into that another day. <clears throat> I mean, Twitter claims to have a lot going on, but so far I haven't seen it. <laughs> so if it wasn't for the natural health blogger, I may have um, ditched the twits. So anyways, thank you so much to you. I am enjoying your blog. Um, you are so smart. All right. So anyways, since you listened excuse me, I am still up pretty early from where, where I'm at. If you listen to this other podcast, then you did hear me talking about how I rolled up some mint and put it in my mouth. Like I had a lip dip, right? Chewing tobacco, except it was mint. This is probably by far my most favorite remedy um, because it worked amazing to cushion my lip so I'd quit biting the hell out of it. Um, it just gave me that cushion so my tooth wasn't rubbing on the sore and it numbed it and I knew that it was going to help heal it and kill germs. So you can, if you have access to fresh mint or basil or basil, um, roll it up and then I sort of crunched it a little bit with my teeth. Um, that roll just to sort of get it broken up so the juices could come out and then you just put it in your lip wherever wherever that sore is and just let it on it as long as you can I had to laugh so hard because I was just milling around the yard with my chaw in right with my big old item on both sides you guys because <laughs> I had two of them remember <laughs> And I look up and my one neighbor that up the road, he comes uh, pulling in the driveway. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> I can't talk with this thing in. <laughs> like, I don't, I haven't perfected the art of, of talking with a lip dip. So like, I, as he's getting out of his car, I'm like swiping it out of my mouth and like flicking it in the yard. So I know I, I had um, green herb all through my teeth. Anyways, uh, but that's actually nothing out of the ordinary. I always have green food in my teeth. What are you talking about? So chew up the mint, chew up the basil, apply it directly to ease pain, to cushion it, and to heal it. <laughs> All right, the other thing you can do that's antibacterial and soothing is coconut oil. Um, do your coconut oil swishing. Uh, I guess technically you probably use a, a really, really fresh coconut milk too. There's, you know, they both have antibacterial properties, but that coconut oil pulling, which I should, should be doing regular and I haven't been, uh, it helps clean your mouth. It helps pull out toxins. Um, that could probably help with the prevention as well and the healing. So those are some ideas of things to put in your mouth. Some more ideas um, to apply directly to your mouth sores. I have a list here. I'll go through them. This is super common sense. If something's really hurting you and you're in a lot of pain and it's swelled, put some ice. <laughs> I know, right? Like, oh yeah, ice. Um, you know, if you just need to get it numbed to 
make a phone call, right? Or something like, because sometimes when you have a mouth ulcer, you don't want to talk. You do not want to talk. It's, it's just rubbing you the wrong way, literal, literally. And, you know, use some ice to get that swelling down. And that will temporarily reduce the pain. So you can apply these things directly to your mouth sores. Ice, honey, which we talked about. The honey kills germs and helps heal. Uh, fresh mint or basil, because you, that cushions it, that, that is antibacterial and it's pain relief. Another new idea, aloe vera, the gel from the aloe vera plant. Um, this is a great thing to apply directly or swish in your mouth because it's antiseptic and it's healing. Um, so aloe vera gel, write that down. Vitamin E oil, that couldn't hurt, <laughs> right? So any of these, do, just pick one. Um, even if you want to be crazy and do that turmeric and honey paste, go for it. You could use coriander too. That has um, a lot of similar properties. So do your coriander or turmeric honey paste. Now, this will get me a little controversial. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just going to say it's an option. Essential oils. Why the hell do people like either love them or hate them so much? <laughs> I like them. I'll just tell you, I'm definitely, I'm an herbal lover who also really enjoys essential oils. Um, I think they're powerful. I think they're effective and I think they're better than pharmaceuticals. Okay. <laughs> so, um, essential oils, tea tree, if you're really super desperate, clove, that will burn, but that will numb you. <laughs> that might actually burn a bigger hole in your face. I don't know. <laughs> Clove is incredible. You should always have it um, in case like you have a toothache. Um, it's so powerful. You got to watch, but it will numb. It will numb. Lemon oil or myrrh. So if you like to take the essential oil route, I would look into tea tree, clove, lemon, or myrrh. Um, to help, you know, kill germs, speed healing, and numb. Numbing is a big thing because sometimes you just need to get through the day. So like we talked about the turmeric paste, you could also reach for slippery elm. You could do a slippery elm paste in the same fashion or powdered myrrh. Okay, you don't want to put essential oils in your mouth. I get that. I very rarely do, very rarely. Um, you could do a powdered myrrh. Powdered myrrh is something that you could include in like your tooth powder or toothpaste um, as well. But if you're really hurting and you really feel like you are like infected, powdered myrrh would be great. If you really, really feel like you are infected, golden seal tincture. Um, the extract of golden seal, um, that would definitely help kill germs. Okay. That is powerful, powerful medicine right there. Okay. So can you believe how, how much we're just going on and on about this? There is that many remedies for every ailment. So whatever's ailing you, like you can heal yourself and you can certainly find ways to feel better and be well. 
So remember my request to connect with me on social medias at Herbal Marie or call in to the Anchor app if you've downloaded that and, and give me ideas for our next ailments. <laughs> oh, no, no, but we're not done here. Now we're going to talk about canker, sore, mouth rinses. I just wanted to take a second and ask for your ideas. <laughs> give me your ideas. Don't be stingy. All right, so we talked about rinsing with salt water. You could do the same thing with baking soda, right? That would be a good remedy maybe to help balance the pH or just kill germs. Like if you're somewhere where you have no herbs, your herbal magic is at home (laughs) an hour away, and you're just like, what the heck? There's no plants growing around here. Um you probably can find salt or baking soda. Um, So these mouth rinses could help you to do a couple times a day, like that coconut oil pulling. Um, Once you get that coconut oil in your mouth, it's gonna soothe, not only kill germs, but it really is very soothing. And you can do that more than once, okay? You can do that as needed. Now this one, this is an idea, actually the next two totally up to you you could do like diluted hydrogen peroxide it it would make it a fuzz and kill germs but if germs are your concern um hydrogen peroxide and make sure you dilute it um that could totally be a common remedy um grapefruit seed extract Um, That's something that I used to use a lot like 20 years ago Um, because if you think your mouth ulcers are yeast related, right, candida related, thrush, that grapefruit seed extract um, could be something for you to look into. Yeah, you got to Google it. You got to look into it. I just wanted to throw it out there to you. If you're eating a grapefruit, you're allowed to eat the seeds, just they're bitter as hell but you can chew them up and and uh, get it that way too all right so yes we got that we got that morning throat here so rinse and gargle okay and you can use any tea pretty much to do this but some specific ones would be calendula thyme T-H-Y-M-E, time. Although, side note, if you just let T-I-M-E, if you just let time pass, a lot of these ulcers clear up on their own within a week. But who wants to do that? Let's use herbs. So calendula thyme, golden seal. If you don't have the tincture but you have a tea, honey, that is plenty good. You can rinse with that in your mouth. Um, Rinse and spit or rinse and swallow. They're both going to help you. Um, Four more herbs to think about. Bilberry, licorice, echinacea, and sage. So we'll talk more about why these herbs would work for you, but some herbal teas to rinse your mouth for canker sores and mouth ulcers. Calendula, thyme, golden seal, bilberry, licorice, echinacea, and sage. So even black tea 
Even black tea would be good because um, it's high in tannins. So anything high in tannins is going to be really astringent and help sort of constrict, you know, what's going on there and clean your mouth. Um, so black tea or raspberry leaf tea would be very high in tannins. Uh, they're not the only ones, though. I mean, they get the credit right off the bat when you think of tannins. Like, you're like, oh, I got diarrhea. I need something with tannins. So you reach for, like, black tea or raspberry. But myrrh, myrrh would work. Sage, peppermint, licorice, eucalyptus, or uva ursi, which is bearberry. So those are also very high in tannins if you want to take that route. So why do some of these herbs work so well? We are going to super nerd out um, in the next little segment here um, because some of them relieve inflammation, some of them are astringent, and some of them help cleanse your blood. So yeah, when we're talking about something of mouth ulcers, like, yeah, we are thinking topically, we're thinking directly, let's heal this mother trucker, right? <laughs> but you're a whole being. You are a whole system, you're a whole being. So if you have something going on systemically, um, it's not just happening in your mouth. So you want to clean out your whole body. Like your mouth is just your a place where you can have indications. These canker sores are indicators that um, something's a little amiss within you. So a lot of these herbs are going to be for your whole body system and to get you balanced. And like we talked about earlier on, are you stressed out? Because you're going to need support for your stress and your adrenals, and then your body um, can stop making um, these things, right? You're not going to be susceptible to infection if we get your immune system going on, right? A little echinacea to goose your immune system <laughs> and get you, um, you know, headed in the right direction. But before we completely nerd out for my nerdiest nerds, right? If you stay to the end, you are a super nerd like me. <laughs> um, I just have two more pages of notes. One is going to be just some more ideas for healing. These are like folk remedies, um, food remedies, because, you know, before you reach for herbs, reach for food, right? Um, because food is medicine for sure. Oh my God, for sure. So I have one, two, three, four, five foodish, foodish ideas um, for healing. Then I have another page of notes that I found from a hundred years ago. <laughs> I took these notes a hundred years ago. So we will just go over them and see what I thought a long, long time ago. Um, now, let me just tell you something about myself first. I... I am a huge nerd and for every herb I have a um, a folder I have a filing cabinet filled with folders and um, each of the herbs has their own folder and as I I take as I hear things or learn things or think things or experience things about these herbs I make a little note on a piece of paper and I just pop it in there so if I'm like thinking about oat straw 
or fennel or calendula. Um, I take a little notes and if they found something out about lavender, right, I write it down and I put it in its folder. So it's like kind of like a, a material medica, but it's more, you know, I can just go straight to that plant. I am also in the process, 20 year long process, of creating a filing cabinet system for the ailments. So I, anytime I hear of a remedy for something, I pop it in its folder. I mean, I'm such a nerd. I love taking notes. I love collecting information and I love sharing information. So thank you so much for letting me share with you. I hope that um, something helps, seriously. Just pick one of these damn things. You will feel better. Now, here's an idea for healing. Eat. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get to eat. Eat raw onions. Yeah. Eat some raw onions. Have a salad or whatever. Or just be hardcore and eat the onion raw. Because the sulfur in it is very healing. So that's kind of cool. I mean, maybe not for the person that you're sitting next to on the bus. <laughs> Hi, I just had onions. But it's going to help you heal. So what do you care? Okay, quit, quit worrying about what other people think about the way you smell. Just eat your onions. All right, so that's one thing. Um, another thing that you could eat that is totally hardcore in its raw form is ginger. Ginger root. Um, you could chew on it. You could put it on the sore. You could just rub a little bit on your tongue, um, but that would help kill fungus. Because remember, this could have like a candida connection for sure. Um, and it's ginger. So why wouldn't you want to except for the fact that it's hot and spicy? <laughs> but if you just ate a raw onion, you can, you can do a little fresh ginger root too. <laughs> okay. We're like going off the ladder of hardcore. <laughs> This might be the most hardcore remedy I've ever heard, and I have not tried it. And I probably won't, but if I was desperate enough, maybe. Hold on to your socks. <laughs> There's a remedy out there that is adding horseradish. Adding some of horseradish root to your toothpaste. And then like brushing basically with horse radish infused toothpaste. So that's like crazy. You eating raw onions, chewing on some fresh ginger root and brushing your teeth with horse radish. <laughs> I don't think anything could survive in that mouth. Like nothing. Like that mouth would be purified to no end. So these are just some ideas um, for maybe to try or at the very least to give us a laugh together right now. <laughs> you gonna smell so good, baby. <laughs> All right. So um, another thing that I think is much more doable is adding some lemon juice to your ulcer. And I did do this one yesterday and it doesn't hurt as bad as you would think. It was two days ago. Um, just drip drop in some lemon juice. Pull out your lip if you can reach it that way and uh, drop that lemon juice on it. Swish it around. Um, it's very helpful. going to kill the germs. And I, it, it, was, 
it was pleasant to me. Then I finished squeezing that lemon and I drank it in my water because like I said, we want to cleanse the bloodstream and cleanse the body to get us back on our healing path. Um, so lemon juice, you could also do the same thing with cabbage juice. Cabbage, you've probably heard of that is like, you know, really good for peptic ulcers and stuff, right? Like, so yeah, mouth ulcers, cabbage. So you can dab some white cabbage juice on your ulcers, on your canker sores. And um, yeah, I think those are some really down, down to earth home style remedies. Eat some damn onions and then lemon juice, cabbage juice, horseradish, you know, ginger root. It just all makes sense to me. Absolutely. So let's get back on the, the idea of cleansing our bloodstream. So we want to always be treating ourselves as a whole being. We're not just a mouth. We're not just an arm, right? Um, we're not just our ailment. We are a body. We are a system and blood goes everywhere. Um, so we want to cleanse that. Um, so five herbs that could help cleanse your bloodstream. Burdock root. Golden seal that we talked about. Golden seal. But only do that for about a week and probably every other day. Because it's pretty powerful stuff. Paldarco. Ugh. My lover. Paldarco. I am so in love with this herb. It's... um from South America, so it's not anything that I harvest locally, but Paldarco is incredible. And if you're a super nerd, we will talk more about that in a few minutes. Um, red clover. Yeah, red clover, red clover, come on over and clean my bloodstream. Thank you. <laughs> and drum roll, please. Garlic. I can't believe that we didn't talk about it already. Yeah, so garlic is definitely going to help clean everywhere. It's going to infuse every cell of you. Um, everyone's going to be able to smell it. And you know what? That's because it's working. So burdock, golden seal, paldarco, red clover, and garlic are some ways to cleanse your bloodstream. So remember, you can heal yourself you can, you can totally heal yourself. So in my little um, folder of notes, my little nerd notes, I have, I mean, do you know how many um, herbs we just talked about? I should have counted these up before, but probably we've talked about over two dozen herbs just sitting here hanging out together. So please feel like you have options. Like you've got so many options. Um, some are food, some are pretty, you know, accessible. Some are not so accessible like Uva Ursi, right? Like that's not, I'm on the Northeast um, coast in America and I don't think that grows around here because I think I've never seen it. Um, right, I might not always have these things, but I do always have food. I do always have a lemon or an onion, probably. So I just feel like there's always a remedy for you, even if it's just salt water. 
that's so silly to say just salt water because that could heal like everything. What do you think holy water is? <laughs> it's just some salt soleil for crying out loud. But it fixes everything. So we just talked about some amazing, beautiful herbs. Um, and we're going to continue to talk about herbs. So get comfortable. Get a drink of your tea or marshmallow water. And we are going to even get nerdier. But first, um, my 100-year-old notes. So these are always hilarious to me. Um, because I had to have been 19. Literally a hundred years ago, I had to have been about 19 when I took these notes and I have a whole book of them and I used colored markers. Like I underlined the, the ailment in orange and then I did like little blue bullet, bullet dashes. So they're all the same format, but what I did not do as a 19 year old was cite where I got this information. <laughs> like, like I have no idea where I got this information. If it was from a book, I'm assuming from a book. Um, it would have had to have been because books were how, you know, I, I learned about herbs at a young age. I had no teeth. You know, no one taught me about herbs. Um, I've, you know, I always liked plants as a kid, kind of, because I would pretend to make spells with them. And, you know, I was in the woods a lot. But then in high school, um, I got one of those, and if you're old enough, you'll remember these, like um, mail order books, like pick 10 books for only 10 cents each, and then each month you get this or that. Like they, they, they did the same thing with like um, cassette discs or, you know, music tapes, um, but they did like, they had these book clubs, like this was before Amazon. So that's like truly how I got interested in natural healing because um, all of a sudden I got this flyer in the mail to sign up for these books for only 10 cents each or whatever. And they were titles that I would have never seen at my little country redneck high school. Okay. Like nobody was promoting natural health so much. Okay. A little bit. Like I, I have to say my mom was um, further along than most people, you know, um, and she, but she wasn't like trying to teach me. Um, so I had to kind of find this information on my own, but it really called to me. So that's how it kind of started, I guess. But anyways, I don't know where the hell these notes came from. And one of these herbs I had to look up because I was like, what the heck is that? Um, but they're pretty cool. And um, the first one is calendula tea. Good job. Yeah, even back in the day. Calendula tea. Um, I have to do two cups a day until the sores heal or use as a mouthwash. Rich in mucilages, which heal and reduce inflammation. So calendula, or some people say calendula. I've heard both. Um, the tea. So I love that because I know for a fact when I wrote these notes down, I did not know that that was a flower or what that was. But yet I wrote it down like I was completely open to it. The second one that I have on my 100-year-old list is echinacea. Applying the tincture to the sore three to four times a day. Then we have one that we have not talked about yet. 
propolis. So again, applying the tincture with a cotton swab three to five times a day, the propolis will reduce inflammation and kills viruses and bacteria. So propolis, um, I don't know, do you, would I guess that would only if if you would um, were not a vegan propolis, um, but yeah, it's amazing stuff. So that was pretty cool of me a hundred years ago. I also have down a combination of sage and Saint John's wort tinctures. Um, again, applying them on the sore three times, three or four times a day. Sage anti-inflammatory and helps the sores heal. And St. John's wort is a, I wrote down, potent pain reducer and antiviral. So I was, I'm just so proud of myself. Um, my, a hundred years ago when I was 19, I was doing my research. I was getting these remedies. I've been gathering remedies um, forever in a very traditional, you know, herbalism kind of way. Um, but yeah, it definitely fascinates me. So then I have a combination of five herbs listed where I suggested I, or whoever I wrote these from, um, more accurately, I wrote down combine equal parts and take a half a teaspoon four or five times a day. Um, Or for maintenance, you know, every day, just take a quarter teaspoon to prevent canker sores. Okay, so I know four of these herbs, but I had to look up the one. (laughs) So dried oats, burdock, which we talked about, burdock, lomadium, which I had to look up, lomadium, I don't think it grows around me, calendula, and echinacea. So combine equal parts and then take a little bit every day. The dried oats reduce emotional stress. So yeah, here we are like talking about, you know, how a vena sativa can help support our whole body system and um, get us in that better feeling place so our body is not so stressed out. The burdock, as we were talking earlier, could clean your whole system and detox but I wrote down, it soothes inflamed, irritated mucous membranes. Now, the Lomatium, L-O-M-A-T-I-U-M, I wrote down, infection fighter, inhibits growth of bacteria and viruses. The Calendula is going to help heal and reduce inflammation. And Echinacea, gooses immune system. So a little pinch in the old booty from echinacea (laughs) to get your body healing. So when we do our ailments, we're going to definitely take time and read my old hundred year notes because they totally crack me up and they're good. I just wish I would have cited where um, I got the information um, because I clearly copied straight from a book. But um, it's so cute because it's the old me the young me, and um, I'm so proud of her because I love where I'm at now. Um, I'm going to be a student forever uh, just because I've been studying and nerding out for over 20 years. Um, That doesn't mean that I'm not 
always going to be learning and be a student. Um, that's what makes plants so interesting to me. We'll never know everything. There's always something to learn. Um, so it just keeps the interest and the passion flowing for me. Like knowing that I can study herbs until the cows come home every damn day. And I'm always gonna be learning something new, something more. Um, it's just incredible. So I would say stay in that beginner's mind with everything you do. But that's definitely what I do with herbalism is staying in that beginner's mind. So thank you so much for listening. Um, Herbal Marie, you can connect with me at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Herbalmarie.com is sort of in the works. Um, please say hello. I really appreciate it. I hope you heard a rem remedy that's going to help you feel better and be well. Um, rewind, take notes, just grab the salt water. I mean, it's pretty simple. Um, and then just relax about it. Your body knows how to heal. Like I said, if you just even left it alone, quit biting yourself, um, it'd probably go away within the week. But, you know, if it's something a little bit more than that, then you need to nourish yourself and nurture yourself and give yourself support um, with nutrition and herbal allies that allow yourself to heal and encourage healing, right? And if you need a little goose, a little pinch, you know, reach for an herb like echinacea that just stimulates you enough to kind of get you going a little bit more, like wakes your body up like, oh, we got some healing work to do, bro. <laughs> Come at me. We got to get this done. All right. So that's where I'm going to end for like the normal people just looking for remedies. If you want to just sit with me another 20 minutes, probably half hour. <laughs> three hours, 10 days. Um, <laughs> I can, I am going to be completely nerdy in the very last segment here and just tell you some of the constitutes of the herbs that we talked about, pretty much all the herbs that we talked about. So that could be way too much um, for some people. So you get the hell out of here now. I love you so much, but you got to go. So now we are just going to end the podcast as a kind of um, herbal student nerd review, because um, sometimes it's so good for myself um, just to hear things aloud and, um, you know, like flashcards. And that's actually what I have in front of me. So this is a different kind of information system that I am, I have created. Um, each herbs on like a oversized index card and it's just like some keywords um, for me to remember like um, what it's good for. And this is a ongoing project of mine um, because, you know, you'll come across that you haven't done one herb, so you got to add to it. But so we're going to talk about the herbs and, you know, what their actions are in the body. And some of them for sure that we talked about today do have some cautions. But um, I should have said this at the beginning, but you should always research everything, you know, before you take it, especially if you have some type of condition or disease or you're pregnant or you're breastfeeding. 
um, or if you got high blood pressure, like do your research for crying out loud. If you have diabetes, you can't just be listening to anybody. You need to know your body. You need to, I mean, just to research everything. I hate that we always have to say that, um, but you kind of do because people don't. But before I put anything in my body, and I'm a healthy girl, I am a very healthy girl. I research everything. I don't just try Lomadium, <laughs> right? I don't just put something in my body without reading all about it and, and being convinced that it's going to benefit me and knowing what it's going to do and knowing why I want it in my body. So I am a very cautious patient of my own. Um, so you be very cautious as well and listen to your instincts and listen to yourself amongst, uh, you know, before anybody. All right. So we're going to do these in alphabetical order because I'm a, I'm a nerd and we're going to go, we're going to start with aloe vera and then we're going to end with uva ursi. Um, and, um. We're just going to go through them and kick back and be a nerd with me or catch me again later. So aloe vera, and these are, we, these, we talked about all these herbs today. So why would you want aloe vera to heal your mouth sores? Because it's astringent. It's a blood cleanser. Aloe relieves inflammation aloe cleanses the liver so you're getting the topical healing with aloe as well as the whole body system cleanse with aloe okay basil basil beautiful beautiful basil now this does have a caution um, if you're pregnant because it has been used as a labor inducer and a menstruation promoter See, pregnant girls, you got to research. All right, so basil is a fever reducer. Um, it's also diaphoretic, like it causes sweating. Basil is a nervine, antibacterial, antiseptic, antifungal, antispasmodic. So that is why one of the first things that you could reach for is basil. It's going to it's going to heal you from all angles. Okay, we briefly mentioned um rinsing your mouth or drinking a bilberry tea. <clears throat> yeah, little bilberries. Um you know, caution if you take insulin. Okay? Actually avoid you might want to avoid bilberry if you take insulin for diabetes because um, bilberry can actually increase um, the insulin. So if you're a diabetic who doesn't need to take insulin, bilberry might be something to help you lower your blood sugar. But if you are taking insulin, it, this could kind of screw it up for you. Use, use your judgment, do your research. Okay, so bilberry, antibacterial, okay, anti-diarrhea, right? It helps stop that. Antiseptic, astringent, diuretic, lowers blood sugar, 
bilberry prevents vomiting and it's also a urinary tract antiseptic. Burdock root. So we talked about burdock root helping clean our whole body out. Um, now you might want to avoid this in early pregnancy. You might want to avoid taking it in large doses, especially at first, because you could get a, like a detox rash, like a cleansing rash. Um, so like everything, start small and slowly increase. That's a good rule of thumb for everything. Start small, okay? And slowly increase if necessary. So burdock root, it's a blood cleanser. It's an alterative, um, which is like an adaptogen. It corrects disordered body functions. It just helps your whole body to get back on track. It's a diuretic, so it's going to promote urination. So it reduces fluid levels in the body. Diuretic. It's a lymphatic cleanser. So you get your lymph nodes cleaned up, boy. Your whole body is going to behave better. Um, and it's going to be able to help clean out any type of infection quicker. All right. I put down cabbage. Yeah, cabbage made it to the index card because food is medicine. Um, cabbage, it works so good because it's anti-inflammatory. And cabbage is basically magical. <laughs> it draws out infection. Right? It's I remember nursing my babies, having way too much milk, feeling clawed, putting cabbage leaves in my bra and being like, I can't believe this works so good. It does. It pulls out infection. It brings down swelling. And um, you can make a poultice of cabbage to encourage healing. So that's a short list, I think, for cabbage. <laughs> I could go back and write some more on cabbage. So calendula, that happy orange yellow flower that 100 years ago, I didn't know what it was, but I knew that you could use it as a mouthwash, <laughs> whatever it was. Um, it's antispasmodic. It's antiseptic. Antifungal. It, it helps heal um, because it's anti-inflammatory. And then on an energetic level, which... Um, which we do need to talk about anytime we're talking about any illness, calendula seems to help lift the spirits. So, you know, my little tagline is feel better and be well. It doesn't matter what you do. The whole point of healing, in my opinion, is just to feel better. And you can go about many different ways in doing that. Um, hey, maybe turning off this podcast would make you feel better. So do it. <laughs> like whatever it takes to feel better don't think about it um or you know just reassure yourself like I'm gonna heal I know how to heal like just getting into a better feeling place helps your body heal because you are energy all right moving on <clears throat> coriander we talked about coriander when we were talking about turmeric coriander is amazing it's an alterative, so it helps the body normalize and function properly. But it's also a diuretic, 
you know, get those fluid levels down. And it's a um, diaphoretic, which will help you sweat. Sweating is good. Um, trust me, I've been doing it the whole time we've been talking. <laughs> Sweating is good. Um, it helps your body cleanse. Um, so anything that gets your body moving is going to help you heal. Um, I also have written down that coriander is an aphrodisiac because it does have some photoestrogen content. So props to you. All right, um, echinacea, moving on here. Echinacea is a purple cone flower. It helps rid the body of both bacterial and viral infections. So that's what's so awesome about it. You don't need to even figure out what's causing you your woes. A, a little echinacea is going to do viruses and bacteria. Um, it's antiseptic. All of these beautiful herbs today, most of them have been antiseptic. And the thing about echinacea, it, it pinches your booty. <laughs> it gooses your immune system. It stimulates your immune system. So it helps um, kickstart your body if, it, if you need that. If you feel like your immune system's like sluggish, it's like barely showing up for work, okay? Um, a little echinacea can help stimulate that. So that that should mean to you that you don't take it long term. You don't always want to be stimulating your immune system. Um, there's other herbs if you want to build your immune system that you can look into like astragalus. Um, but echinacea is just good for those little those little gooses. A goose in that booty. Oh, I can't let it go. All right, so garlic, garlic, garlic. This is a long list because it's amazing. Like if you were on a stranded island and you could only have one healing herb, tell me, would it not be garlic? I mean, seriously, it would feed you and it would heal you and probably keep the island bugs away from you, like all of them, <laughs> the flyers and the microbials. Um, garlic is amazing. And if that island had vampires, it would keep the vampires away from you as well. So here is garlic's list of amazing things for my nerds. It's antiseptic. It's antibiotic. It's an expectorant. Garlic is a fungicide. Garlic has antihistamine properties. Garlic lowers blood pressure and cholesterol. Garlic has a rejuvenating effect on all tissues and all systems. <laughs> There's not one little spot of you that is like not going to be touched by garlic. It is antispasmodic. It is carminative. Right, it's going to help everything. It's a disinfectant and it's a stimulant. So it's going to just clean your body, rev your body, heal your body. Garlic's incredible. It is incredible. And it really ticks me off that like society is anti-garlic. So um, everyone needs to eat garlic and we all need to eat it together so we can all stink together. 
right? That's my plan. Let us stink together. Okay, because we just, I just can't be stinking over here. You guys stink with me. All right, so garlic's incredible along with ginger. Ginger is warming. Um, it's a carminative. That means it helps dispel gas and flatulence, okay? It's antispasmodics. It's going to help relax his muscles and you're going to feel better. It's a diaphoretic, so it is going to make you sweat a little bit. And it is an antiemetic, which is a word that means reduces the incidence and severity of nausea and vomiting. So ginger is amazing. Um, so we had we talked about it because you know it's going to kill any fungus. Um, so we talked about rubbing it on our tongue. <laughs> or eating it um, and that's cool but you know just I do have a caution written down that if you're already hot and inflamed it could be too heating like if your body's already hot um, you know just be aware of that although sometimes when I'm hot I want to just get hotter like let's burn let's burn this out of me <laughs> all right let's talk for a minute about golden seal Golden seal root. So this is the one that I said, like, you know, only use it for a short time. Every other day, a, only a little bit. Um, it's so strong and powerful. And it's also very, very drying. So that's why you only want to take a little bit and not for more than a week. I mean, only take enough to that you feel better. It's a circulatory tonic. Golden seal is a digestive tonic. Um, it's a mucus cleanser. That's impressive. A mucus cleanser. Um, it's an alternative, um, like it, it's an adaptogen. It, it cleans your whole body. It literally can clean your body as a laxative. Um, it helps your stomach feel better. It's an astringent, so it's going to help you know, contract anything that kind of needs pulled back, astringent. It's an antibiotic. So golden seal is an amazing natural remedy. Um, instead of taking pharmaceutical antibiotics, um, remember golden seal. Because it's not just an antibiotic, it's an antiviral and an antimicrobial. It's like garlic, like like what's what's bothering you who cares just take this um you don't need to figure out if it was a bacteria virus or fungus like just take this because regardless of what it is it's gonna help kill it <laughs> and make you better so anyways golden seal root then we have that crazy horseradish why why the hell would anyone suggest putting horseradish in a toothpaste right? They're just crazy. <laughs> well, it's a diuretic. It's a stimulant. It clears nasal passages and it's antiseptic. It stimulates blood flow. So think about that. Where the blood flows, the healing goes, right? So if you stimulate the blood flow in your mouth by being a crazy mother trucker brushing with horseradish root, that healing is going to like fly to your mouth. <laughs> it's, 
horseradish also draws out infections and encourages healing. So it's crazy, but if you really could not deal with um, what's going on in your mouth and you're like, for the love of God, I got to get moving on this healing uh, and I'm crazy. So I'm going to try the horseradish and the toothpaste. All right. <laughs> Less crazy people. We're going to go with lemon. Um, lemon is going to cleanse a whole, whole system like a blood purifier. Lemon will help expel toxins. It's got vitamins B and C. So, bam. We were talking about that at the beginning of the, pro- the podcast four hours ago. <laughs> um, vitamin B and C. It's got both of them. Lemon is antifungal, antiseptic. It's an antacid. It aids digestion. It's a liver tonic. It strengthens the immune system. And topically, we can put it on for sores and stings um, because it's going to help that healing and it's a styptic. So if you were had a, if you just bit your cheek again, you just bit your mouth again, and it's bleeding. Lemon juice will help stop the bleeding and kill the germs, and you know help it start to heal right away. So lemons are incredible. They need more gratitude and appreciation for sure. Are you still with me? Because we're up to the L's. We're about halfway through our nerd stack. <laughs> Licorice root. I only briefly mentioned it um, with about mouth rinses, I think. Um, but licorice root is incredible. It has almost as long a list as garlic. <laughs> um, licorice root is, it's sweet. It's, it's yummy. It's very soothing. Um, it's antibacterial. It's antiviral. Anti-inflammatory. So you can see why it's just like perfect for healing your um, canker sores. On a, I was going to say a global level, (laughs) as in you're the globe, um, it's strengthening. It's an adrenal um, tonic. It's a nervine. But licorice root can also be used as an expectorant, an astringent, germicide, alterative. So it's just going to help the body where it's needed. It's going to help detoxify the body. And it's also anti-arthritic. So don't you just want to make sure you've got some licorice root? I'm personally out right now, you know, because I don't grow it and I have to order it. So sometimes I go long chunks without having it because I'm trying to use up the yard. I mean, really, I try to get my remedies as close to the back door as possible right outside. But licorice root is something that I not only enjoy, but I, um, I love it so much for all its healing abilities and it helps raise blood pressure. Um, so good if you're me who has a little lower blood pressure, but caution if you have high blood pressure, um, use caution with licorice because it can raise it, raise the blood pressure and it can cause water retention. And if you drink too much of this, you'll be pooping. It can be a laxative. So do your research. Okay, moving on to myrrh. 
Myrrh. Myrrh is amazing. Myrrh has a tonic effect. It benefits all tissues of the body. So it's another one of those that it just infuses you. Oh, I don't know if you've ever done this, but I have soaked myrrh in water and then I strain that into a bath and um, literally you will smell like myrrh for a week. It's just, you're, it's a part of you then. <laughs> I love that though. So it's an alterative. It's going to go where it needs to in the body. It's going to help your body rebalance and function. But myrrh is also pain relieving. Okay. It's an analgesic. So it's, it's pain relieving. So that's why if your mouth really hurts, this is a good thing to put in your mouth. It can help induce your menstrual period. Um, just know about that. It's also a rejuvenative, astringent, expectorant, antispasmodic, and antiseptic. Okay, we talked about oats and oat straw. Um, this is the part where we're like, am I nourishing my emotional body, my body, am I feeling stressed out? Oats and oat straw um, is just something that you can have every day um, to help you just deal, right? So it's very nourishing. It's, a, it's um, restorative to the nerves, um, and your reproductive organs, it's very strengthening on a global level. And you're the globe. <laughs> I don't know why I want to keep saying that. Um, but it's antidepressant too. So if your mouth is erupting because you're stressed out and you're depressed and your life sucks, like, and you're, you know, you're just, you're out of whack. You need to get things that support you and make you happy, like oat straw and calendula, and, and baths filled up with myrrh. Like really just start to take care of yourself. If you feel like your health concerns is all connected emotionally, which it probably is, um, really take care of you. And then get crazy and eat some onions because onions stimulate circulation. They're very healing. They're antibiotic. Onions draw out infection. Onions are an expectorant, diuretic, antiseptic, and they lower cholesterol. So, yeah, I mean, this is why at the beginning I was like, these remedies guaranteed will help your mouth ulcers and your whole damn body, right? Like, make a major claim, but um, you can't help but heal and feel better and be well. If you are including herbs in your life, it's just going to be the natural consequence. You're going to feel better and you're going to be healthier. I mean, money back guarantee. <laughs> so Pal Darko, um, this was one of the first herbs I ever used. Um, probably 15 or 16, actually. Um, I was an athlete. I played basketball. And I took showers in the locker room. So my feet always had something like 
some type of fungal deal, athlete's foot. I was super susceptible to that, probably because my immune system sucked. <laughs> and, you know, I was crazy busy and, um, you know, I, I probably didn't eat right either. I don't know. I probably did not eat garlic. That's for sure. So I would get all these um, foot infections and my mom must have seen like a naturopath like to ask like what she could do. And Pal Darko, we did foot soaks with it. And I think I was also drinking the tea as well and tea tree oil um, on the toenails. So yeah, my feet, they went through a lot. I never got my feet cleared up until I was about uh, 20, I bet. It took me that long, and um, I think I did end up using, like, an extreme pharmaceutical because my feet were just so bad, and my toenails were bad, and now, when you look at my feet, um, besides them being Fred Flintstone, fat little stubby toes, (laughs) they're so cute, (laughs) besides um, Fred Flintstone feet, my toenails are healthy, and I don't have any trouble, like, now that I'm eating garlic and, you know, taking care of my body, I have not ever gotten a foot infection. But back in the day, I sure did. And Pal Darko was something that helped me um, get my immune system built up. And it was antifungal. And Pal Darko is also antibiotic. So that's just a good thing to, to um, have in your life. <laughs> Um, being an immune tonic and um, it has you can research more about it I think they use it in some natural cancer treatments as well but be advised it if you do drink too much of it it could cause a little nausea and then for the for God's sake if you got a blood clotting disorder you, you should use caution with this and everything So if you got something crazy in your body, make sure you're um, doing your own research and uh, before you ingest anything. Okay, we are moving along the stack. Are you still with me? I can't even believe it. You're such a nerd. I love you. Um, Peppermint. So peppermint was my first choice for healing my mouth ulcer because one, it's summer here and I've got it growing everywhere and it's just so effective. I personally picked a ginger mint which is just a really strong peppermint because I wanted I wanted to feel it. I wanted to feel the medicine. I wanted to feel the freshness. I wanted it to numb me and um, I love it. So peppermint is digestive. It's carminative. It's antispasmodic. It's a mild stimulant, it's an emagogue, and it's cooling on the skin. Um, I don't think this is a complete list because I know peppermint does a lot more than that, but just props to peppermint. Okay, and propolis. We talked about that for a second because it was on my 100-year-old notes. Um, It is pretty impressive, like for real. Um, If you wanna go this route, Propolis enhances immunity. And literally, when you put it on a wound, it is like a natural anesthetic. So it takes away the pain and it helps you to heal. Um, It's antibiotic, it's antifungal, 
And um, if you take it on a global, <laughs> why do I keep saying that? It's my new thing. If you take it like in your body, it's going to boost your energy and reduce cholesterol. And like I said, enhance immunity. So whether you're using it topical or um, internal, it's pretty impressive. It's also pretty damn expensive. So um, you'll notice I'm a frugal girl. So if I can get medicine for free in my yard, that is my first choice always. Um, paying for something is like the last thing I do, truly, because I just know how much simple nature has to offer. Like, I just know that I can go out and pick plantain and pretty much clean out anything in my body and it's free. (laughs) Same right now with raspberry leaves. Um, raspberry leaves are astringent. They are anti-spasmodic. And they can help tone your body. They can help tone your uterus. So like we mentioned before, they're high in tannins. So if I go outside and pick raspberry leaves, I can make a mouth rinse and um, really start to, to heal my mouth, really start to tone the gums and the tissues for free, man, for free. (laughs) So if you're growing sage, um, my best friend, she gave me a sage plant for my birthday. So I do have sage right now. Um, sage is incredible. I do have a little note here that if you're allergic to aspirin, probably should avoid sage. Look into that. And also, mamas, this will dry up your breast milk. It's really good for that. Cold sage tea. So If you don't want to be drying up your milk supply, just wait until you're done nursing that little bear to drink sage. But um, sage, it is drying. So if you got too much fluid in your body, you know, you can reach for sage. It's a woman's tonic. It's just generally strengthening. It's a nervine. It's antispasmodic. It's a carminative. But, you know, as far as canker sores go, it's antiseptic and astringent. So this um, stimulating herb is beautiful for that. Slippery elm bark. Uh, I love you. <laughs> it's very soothing and mucinologinous. Isn't that like such a sensual word? Mucinologinous. <laughs> How you doing? Slippery elm. So anytime you need coating, slippery elm bark is amazing. Now, like sustainable harvesting, um, I only use, you know, I don't really want to take too much from the trees. So, you know, think about that when you're using slippery elm bark because marshmallow, she works pretty much the same way. Okay, we also talked about St. John's wort. You guys, we only have a couple more and then it's time to say goodbye. All right, St. John's wort. Um... This is great, especially if, you know, you, you want to heal yourself emotionally, okay? You want to get out of your anxiety and depression. But also, St. John's is antiviral, okay? And anti-inflammatory and astringent. So, like, it's incredible. 
and it speeds healing and it's vulnerary. So it really is super good with topical applications. It helps heal wounds. It's going to help prevent infections and um, it stimulates cell growth. So St. John's wort's awesome. I take it in the winter time um, because in the summertime I'm out in the sun and I think it makes my skin way too sensitive to the sun. So I just save it for the gloomy months, which could start now. It's totally gloomy in August um, already, but I'll, I'll wait a couple more months before I start taking it. It strengthens the nervous system. It's a nervine. It's a very nutritive tonic. Um, so it's just incredible and it helps with pain. Oh my God, it helps with pain. Um, and it helps with any type of nervous stuff. So it, it is truly incredible, um, St. John's wort. I only ha could find a little bit of it this year. Um, so I have only a small supply of tincture, but I also have an oil in the making because this is something that I can put right on me, right on my skin to help keep my body happy. Okay, um, one tea that I personally definitely use this week is thyme. Thyme for tea. Um, I rinsed with it. I drank it. It's incredible. It kind of reminds me of an, an old stinky man, like an old man stink. <laughs> like an old man would smell like thyme. I mean, that's just what I think to make myself laugh. Um, but thyme is really antiseptic and antibacterial, antifungal. Okay, so it's incredible. It is incredible medicine. Um, thyme is it's a digestive tonic and an expectorant. And I always think like thyme, you know, it comes, it goes straight to the lungs too. Um, it helps heal that part of your body. So. I definitely made thyme tea. Um, of course, avoid large doses in pregnancy. And our last two is turmeric. Um, turmeric, incredible stuff. I hope you're eating it in your life. I mean, you got to eat curry. I don't care who you are. You got to eat curry. It's so good for you. And turmeric is one of the main spices in curry. It's antiseptic. It's carminative, that helps your, you know, your belly and gas flatulent, helps you calm down. It's an alterative, which, so this means it's gonna help our body wherever it needs balancing and adjusting. It's just gonna go there. The genius of nature, let it do its work. It's vulnerary, so that's what we were just talking about, St. John's wort. So topical healing, protection, cell growth. You can use turmeric on your skin. It's going to help you. Um, it's antibacterial and it's stimulant. So like it's going to bring that healing. Okay, it's going to speed that healing. Um, <laughs> funny story about turmeric. I saw on Pinterest that like it's good for whitening your teeth. So I was like, cool, I'll brush my teeth with turmeric. <laughs> well, I tried it and I did it once. But there is just something about brushing your teeth with it. I just, it did not appeal to me. <laughs> so I never did it again. 
Um, I think I'd be more likely to reach for activated charcoal powder or something like that, but it was weird. So try brushing your teeth with turmeric. Oh, it's going to stain the hell out of your toothbrush, but you let me know what you think. Is that something you could do on um, a regular basis or was there just something like odd about it? Like the flavor, the texture, the powder, the, I don't know, but if you got them, if your mouth is all screwed up and you want something antiseptic and antibacterial and something to aid and protect and heal and encourage cell growth, turmeric. All right. But like I said, when I mixed it with honey and put it on my ulcer, it burned like pretty crazy. So that's how you know it's working. <laughs> okay. And then to end our little nerd fest, our little nerdy notes. Um, God bless your soul, you little nerd. Um, Uva Ursi or Bear Berry. God, we could have done this in the bees, but I never think of Bear Berry. I always think of Uva Ursi first. Um, it's a small evergreen shrub, but um, I have it as one of your teas that you can rinse your mouth with because it's astringent and it's super high in tannins. So it's going to help, you know, your healing journey. It's also a really good diuretic and urinary and antiseptic. So you'll see uva ursi and a lot of bladder formulas. But I do have um, a caution not to use it longer than two weeks. Um, and don't use during pregnancy or breastfeeding or kidney disease. Honest to God, people, if you have kidney disease, you got to do your research on everything. All right, I'm gonna put my notes back. I got my canker sore mouth ulcer um, notes ready to take pictures. I'm gonna put these on my Patreon page for my patrons, my future patrons, um, so you can look at these in a visual way. And I am going to do my best to see if I can get a written transcript of this podcast for people who like to see it in print and for people who prefer reading or for people who prefer not to actually hear my voice. <laughs> hey, that happens. Um, one, one of my favorite YouTubers um, who brings these messages in, um, these channeled messages, I can barely stand to listen to him. Like, I hate his voice. <laughs> But I read his transcripts because I love what he is saying. So it's totally okay if you hate my voice, but you like what I'm saying. The transcript will be for you. Or if you're at work and you're like, what did, what did she say about that? Then you can just read it. So those are my goals. Um, I hope you've enjoyed hanging out with me. Um, I certainly enjoyed talking to you. You can connect with me at Herbal Marie, and that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and herbalmarie.com. All right. Thank you so much for listening. <clears throat> I can't wait to drink some tea. Um, always, always, always remember to feel better and be well.
Thanks for listening. Support this podcast by becoming a patron. You'll gain access to PDF downloads and Herb Nerd Notes. Visit HerbalMarie.com and become a patron today.